0: I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. And that is what we try to do every single day here. Our quote of the day. There are five main concepts under which all lessons fall, getting over fear, releasing doubt, giving and receiving love, expressing gratitude, and trusting in God and the universe. And that is from our guest today, Marianne DeMarco. She's a bestselling author and psychic medium, who's going to help us hone our intuition, our very own intuition, and embrace our inner knowing, which is Very important in life. Um, It's very important in uh, caregiving as well to uh, listen to your intuition. Um, Anyhow, let's get to our interview. So Marianne DeMarco has been communicating with the other side since she was five years old. As a psychic medium, intuitive counselor, and spiritual teacher, clients from all over the world have sought her out for both personal guidance and as a means to connect with their departed loved one's souls. So even so, DeMarco's greatest gift is her ability to teach others how to connect to the universe themselves, and in a way that sets meaningful change in motion. This is what I am so excited about today because I've always wanted to help people understand how to how to um, interpret messages and and listen and trust right like i had a message come to me in the middle of the night last weekend when i thought something wasn't being done properly um and i trusted that instinct and i followed it and i was right um but sometimes you can't tell whether what you're hearing is just your brain making it up right like mm-hmm. am i making this up myself or is this a is this a download i'm supposed to pay attention to so uh, Miriam, thank you for being with us and maybe you can, um, start with that while I'm checking. Okay, good. Sorry. My caregiver texted me. I had to check.
1: Okay. I love that. I love that you said, how do I know the difference? Because yeah. that's where people get so confused. Our minds are so loud.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're really loud. You know, they cause us to question flounder on decisions. What should we do? What shouldn't I do? Will this work? Will this won't? What when, when I love what you said about receiving the download and just knowing it to be true, we all have the ability to honor that inner knowing. And if you can get to that quiet space of your inner knowing, it could still feel forceful in nature, but it's still that deep inner knowing. You will always be in tune with your intuition. You will always understand the clarity behind it and never question it and i think where people get tripped up is they think well is that wooey is this really something i'm capable of doing yeah every single one of us is capable it's a, it's a gift that's given to us to be able to connect to our inner selves and our knowing and being in touch with divine guidance that's being given to us and that's your intuition so
0: so for someone who's just starting out in this journey, right? Like I know I'm further along. I've always been very like intuitive from when I was young. I knew things I wasn't supposed to know, but I was always scared of it. Um, and so I've kind of, I've shut it off. I've kind of opened it back up. I've I've gone through my cycles, but um, I've learned to really trust it um, on my own and kind of figure it out. But there are times when I'm confused too. There are times that I'm like, am I making this up in my head or is this real? So how do you coach someone who's a beginner to start? Like what are the building blocks to starting, you know, to trust your intuition and to understand that that is your intuition talking to you?
1: The The first part of this is that you must believe that you are capable of connecting. And that can sometimes feel like a blind faith right? It's not really something we, it's not tangible. It's not something we can always see. So I always instruct people, start with that belief system that there is something greater than ourselves giving us guidance and that they work through our intuition and our frame of reference in order to do so. And if you can trust in that, just like you said, trusting, when you get to that point, you start to clear away the fog that comes along with our loud thoughts. And by practicing and staying within that space and within that knowing, The more you do it, the more it becomes natural. You reawaken that natural instinct within yourself. And then there is no question, because just like smelling and seeing and hearing, you're able to feel instinctually what is best. And then you flow in that space. When you're first starting out, trying to listen to your intuition can really feel like a chase. We're chasing it. We're chasing our dreams. We're chasing our manifestations. That's where people get tripped up. That's the loud mind. If you sit within the flow of it, it should feel kind of calm. Even though it might be chaotic, the decision-making, the intuition, what we're trying to hear. But the feeling of the connection should feel calm. You might not like the answer. Mm-hmm. You might not enjoy the flow <laughs> all that much. But as you're going along, you don't question the path that's being shown to you. That's trusting the thing. in the guidance. Mm-hmm. That's
0: the thing right there. So I trust... And I've had to be in positions where, you know, you're so vulnerable and you're in a crisis, like we've had so many health crisis crises in Mm -hmm. our life, where Mm -hmm. I have to kind of just surrender and say, show me and show me the way and show me who I need to talk to who's put them in my path. And so I watched people be put in my path in the very moment I needed them. And then I started to build off of that. I started to say, oh, okay, so maybe this is just how it's going to go. Maybe every time someone comes into my life, they're coming into my life for a reason specific to what I need in that moment. Um, and then you start to trust that. And for me, like I built off of that. Um, but, you know, to to trust the unfolding of things is is something that is, is hard because you have to kind of be present to see mm-hmm.
1: it. You do. You have to be accepting. We all, we've we all heard of asking for signs. What I loved in, in what you did there was you asked the right questions. Show me the guidance. Yeah. And you understood that that guidance, although we're kind of going to some sort of ethereal level, you're understanding that the guidance is tremendously worldly. Yeah. That they're using our worldly resources To put in front of us so that we can say, oh, I was looking for that doctor. I was looking for that. I was looking Mm -hmm. for a recommendation of where to go to help myself or to find guidance. And so what you did was accepted that. Here's the thing. When you trust, you don't keep asking for the signs. Yeah. You put it out there and then you just start to receive the signs. I talk about this in my book. The, The believing part is one thing. The asking the right questions is the other, but the most important part is the acting on the signs that you've been shown, the guiding.
0: It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there this little bomber jacket, this little black
1: dress. You're going to love it. That you've been shown is the most important part. And I think that that's where people start to question. If you are being shown a sign, take the breadcrumb. Yeah. And then move. Forward, if that's where our free will gets in the way, and it can really mess up the spiritual practice of it all, Mm -hmm. we'll still get there. We'll learn some extra lessons along the way. Our guides will still get us there. We'll still pay attention and and be part of that intuition as one. It's a but it's a team effort. It takes two. It takes them and us. Yeah, they're saying here you go. Now, fly.
0: Yeah, and then the interpretation is really important. I feel like like I Mm -hmm. just had a moment where I remembered last September when my mom's tumor, we found out was starting to grow again. And it was like that 911 moment. And, um, I asked for a sign and I said, you know, send me like a white bird if she's going to be okay. Cause I was terrified. And that day I took my mom for a little walk and I was with a friend of mine and she's very intuitive and all of that. And we were walking around the yard and we have a pretty big front yard and my mom can't walk very much at that point. She had had, um, a treatment that had like paralyzed her. And then we kind of got her back on track. And so I said, why don't we go walk outside, like outside of the gate, whatever possessed us to go out there. Obviously I needed to go see this. So right when we got outside, we got to my neighbor's house and we see a beheaded white pigeon. Mm. Or white bird, like a big, Mm. you know, and I freaked out and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And my mom goes, what? And I go, uh, uh, well, um, that was the sign that you were going to be okay, but it has no head. And the head was nowhere to be found, by the way, Mm. nowhere to be found. And my friend astutely said, well, what if that means that whatever she's got going on in her head is going to be gone? And I said, oh my God, I'll take that. That's the interpretation I want. Yes. And that's the interpretation I took. And that was 16, 14, 15 months ago, whatever it was, 16 months mm-hmm. ago. And that's what I clung to. So I was like, okay. And I went online and I started looking up like all the different interpretations and stuff like <laughs> that. Um, but is there, is there a way that you can interpret things and create your own story with it? That's powerful. Yeah. rating and a comment on Apple podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the better together with Maria Menounos Facebook group and Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, Please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you.
1: We're incredibly powerful beings. Incredibly powerful beings. Our thoughts are very powerful. The vibration that we put out is like a boomerang. And I don't know that the universe really recognizes negative or positive. We're able to kind of choose how we want to interpret. And so as I'm teaching people, I always tell them, go for the most positive of interpretations. The idea of the pigeon without the head is incredibly symbolic. The problem area is in the head. Mm-hmm. Let's take that away. And the fact that you stood in that moment and went for the more positive interpretation is key, because then that's the vibration that you're putting out there. Mm. And I think as children, especially if you're very intuitive as a kid, I've, I've been this way my whole life. You could see some really scary stuff and interpret it differently because, you know, you're wide open. But as you work within this practice, you start to understand that the most positive of interpretations is what the universe wants you to receive. They're not trying to scare you. They want you to succeed in life. They want you to see the most positive of outcomes. And you can interpret them that way. Mm. And why not flow in that space? What good does it do to sit in a negative moment and to be in a negative space for interpretation? We all have our moments. Yeah. All of us.
0: But get out of it quick.
1: Exactly what you have though, are the tools to navigate through that we can't go around it, can't bypass it, but we do have the tools within ourselves, within our souls to navigate through that. It's incredibly empowering. Yeah. It's life-changing when you hold on to it. Ooh, and when yeah. you really work in that space.
0: Because you have to and this is what I I tell people as well, like, you know, it's like I look at myself like a magnet. So, I really really try, I mean, Just this last couple of days, I used the word nightmare once or twice, but I've really, I've held on and not said it for so long because (laughs) I was like, no, I don't want to attract it. But it was like, it was awful. And I was like, okay, really like this was the one or two times I'm going to use the word and then that's it. But every Mm -hmm. time I would type a response, I was very careful with the words that I used. And I used challenging, tough. Hard, you know, like things like that, so I wasn't you know um I wasn't using words that were going to make things worse mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and I think that that's an important part of you know these kind of journeys is like tempering and like disciplining your reaction and your mind to it because um you know it I think it all helps,
1: it does, and surrendering to it as well. Surrendering to those moments of challenging, mm-hmm. nightmare, fearful, allow yourself to be in that space because without that dark, we cannot then embrace the light. Mm. When you kind of reflect on that moment, first of all, we don't want to suppress it. And yeah. I think a lot of us as spiritualists are taught, you know, keep it positive all times. I think that's impossible. It's, very, it's, it's a hard effort to do. What you want to do is if you find yourself in that routine of negativity, work your way out mm-hmm. of that into a different space the tremendous lesson that you can take out though is that if you are reflecting on the negative part of things well the gratitude that you can then find in the light the better outcome of all that is good that is going on around mm-hmm. you it cancels that right out
0: yeah well it? and you, you have start to, to look sometimes at it differently. you have to sometimes go through the dark right absolutely so, because you can't get to the light like we had a really, really, really rough weekend. Mm-hmm. But if that mm-hmm. didn't happen, we wouldn't be where we are now. It's mm-hmm. almost like the universe calls attention to things that you might not have seen, and makes it really friggin' loud and really friggin' painful, so that you are like, right. "Oh, got it. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. there wasn't enough attention here, or we need to adjust this, or this needs to be." It's, it's, it's your teacher. It's your. It is your guide. Yes.
1: This is a tremendous school. We're here to learn. And not all of those lessons are going to be lovely. Yeah. Some of those lessons are going to disassemble your life. <clears throat> I've had lessons that have brought me to my knees. Yeah, And what I've relied on is learning how to understand that bigger belief, knowing that I have these guides and these angels and these loved ones on the other side that are picking me up and pulling me up and saying, move forward. It won't be easy, but you can do it. And when you work within that voice, that positive voice, it's that inner voice, that's that intuition, that's what they're using. It's not this loud. My world is coming to an end, voice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's keep keep plugging. We're gonna show you. Plug along, plug along. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's easy. We're spiritualists, we're not saints, right? Yeah. We're human beings living on a, in a human world where there are lessons to learn. But embracing the bigger picture and understanding that there is a higher energy going on that is guiding us and helping us. And that we're part of it and have the tools to access it. That's where I feel like people can grasp onto the biggest empowerment of their souls and can really transform their lives and understand that when they're down in the ditches. And a lot of us have been in these, especially within this past year, you really want to make sure that you're working in that space of elevation. How are you going to raise your vibration? The idea also being that it's not something out there. It's not something grand it's the slightest of changes. How are you responding to something? Maybe you need to change how you respond. Maybe it's your perception of things, slight change, your words, like you said, slightly changing your words. Mm -hmm. All of that changes the vibe. It can change the trajectory of your life in huge ways with the slightest bit of movement.
0: I think um, another thing I was telling my husband this morning, you know, there were certain tools that I learned and grabbed onto and applied in this last four and a half year journey with my mom and everything I went through as well. Mm. And it was, uh, Tony Robbins, you know, life is happening for you, not to you. Mm -hmm. And then this most recent one was just before this all happened with my mom and my dad with COVID. Um, it was good thing, bad thing, who knows? That's right. And it helped me at every turn. I I pulled out that tool of the tool belt and I was like, "Mm, it applies. So even what we went through this weekend, as, as challenging as it was, I was like, good thing, bad thing, who knows? Like Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have known this and this, and we wouldn't have been able to do this and this, and maybe it would have become a bigger issue. Like, I really believe, like I said earlier, the universe will scream at you when you don't see something. And then that's your opportunity to say, okay, thank you, got it. Like, yeah. you know, you're yeah. going to go through the moments, and like you said, you're going to honor it. Like, and I, I, without knowing it, you know, I, I was bursting. There was nothing else I could do. And I'm, I'm somebody who's pretty good at handling crisis now.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I
0: realized that I said this to Patty Penn, our our Reiki uh, master friend. I said, Patty, I go, I feel like these things, um they happen to me because i am a communicator and i can help other people with it so i can handle it first of all and i have um i have a a, a way to fix things right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then i can share it and help people and so i know that's why i'm here um and and so yeah i'm going to have to carry some some interesting burdens probably and she's like maria i've I've come to the same conclusion myself. Um, you're here to serve. Yeah.
1: And when you are here to serve, you're going to learn lessons. And I, what I tell my students is you teach what you have learned. Teach what you know. People mm-hmm. always ask me, well, I don't know what my service is. Your service is to give the gift of what you've learned. Share that lesson. Mm-hmm. Give that light that lives within you and trust that you're being guided. What I love about what you said when I was hearing you, Hearing you say is that you were you're living in this in the moment of the crisis. Mm -hmm. You're not projecting outcome. I always encourage if you're talking with your energy, if you're speaking with spirit. I try to stay away from yes or no questions and ask more for guidance in order to get to my end answer. Because really, shouldn't that be the lesson, the journey within itself? It's not Mm -hmm. always yes and no doesn't always work, but instead. Show me the breadcrumbs, show me what I'm supposed to follow, put the people in front of me and let me and allow me then to get to my answer because I'm going to trust you all along the way. Mm -hmm. And then as I'm doing that, and especially if you're dealing with other people like your parents right now, you're sharing that information, you're giving of that light, you're showing them the trust and the strength within yourself that not only your guides and your loved ones are giving you, but that your soul is holding onto. And that's a tremendous gift. To give to people, yeah, especially now, it's a it's a very call to service moment, isn't it? I'm finding that within my own practice, it's Mm -hmm. a very guided call to service. People are really hungry and trying to understand how they can make sense of their own lives right now, Mm -hmm. and it becomes this repetitive, beautiful conversation of signs and lessons and learning and light. It's really wonderful.
0: You know, one of the things that I've been doing because my dad is like a super super sensitive creature. Mm. And, um, and he can't see anything in pain or anything suffering. He literally can't handle it. And so he's had to really grow in these last four mm-hmm. and a half years too with that in re- in regards to that. But I know when he was seeing my mom, he was just distraught. And I, mm. and I, I said to him, I'm like, dad, we have to have faith and we have to believe like, I'm going to be coach Bill Belichick right now of the Patriots. I don't know if you're a football fan, (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) we have to believe and we have to have faith. And sometimes that faith isn't in the outcome that you want. Okay. It's just faith that everything is going to unfold the way it's supposed to. And so I kept saying to him, I'm like, we have to have faith and we have to believe that she's gonna get better. We can't just give up and everybody's gonna do their job, like the Patriots say. Everyone do their job. The caregivers gotta do their job. I gotta do my job. You gotta do your job. We all have to, the the dog has to do his job. We all gotta do our jobs. We have to believe. And then one of the mantras that I've been using in there, even for her to give her something to hold on to, I said, Mom, I promise I've got you. And we're figuring it out. Everything that comes up, we're figuring it out. We're problem solving. I've got the best minds. Like we're all figuring it out. Um, and and we're getting better and you're going to get better every minute of every day. I'm like, do you believe me, mom? We're going to get better every minute of every day. We're going to get better and better. And she was like, yes. And I was like, okay, good. I said, I'm sorry that you're in pain And we're figuring it out and you're already better than you were yesterday, right? And she said, yes. So it's like marking their progress for them so Mm -hmm. that they have like little, and even, you know, in moments where, you know, she was kind of giving up, I was like, you've got grandchildren coming and they Mm -hmm. need you. And I saw her kind of contemplate, can I hang on? Can I do this? I literally felt her energy shift in that moment to that. And then that was it. You're
1: channeling. Maria, you're channeling those words to give to her. And that is the healer within yourself. Her angels, her guides are connecting with your angels, your guides, and they're tapping into your energy and they're saying to you, Maria, we're going to give you the words to serve. Really? And you're serving. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anytime I work on healings or um, even just in my own collective life, I'm a mom navigating now 20 year olds. And I have to kind of counsel them through their own lives and whatever it is. And I'm a daughter. And I ask, please give me the words to serve.
0: Oh, wow. Because
1: when you do that, you are working for the greater good of all concerned. There's no ego. There's no self agenda. There's just light and healing and love. And you're trusting that the words that are coming through you are to serve who you're giving them to. Yeah. And it's really a beautiful connection to make and keep within that flow when you're talking to your mom and when you're talking to your dad as Mm -hmm. well, because collective positive energy like that is incredibly powerful in the universe response to that. We've heard a collective prayer and the miracles that can come along with that. And that happens. That happens all the time. Yeah. To keep it into that positivity is vital
2: Mm -hmm.
1: to our own survival emotionally, most importantly. So you keep within that flow and keep asking them, give me the words to serve. Give me the words to serve when you don't know what to say. It's one of my favorite things to say. Say it before all of my readings. I say it before all of my clients. It's said it before this interview, because we're sharing what the universe wants us to share. And there is a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And it is all about collective light and being kind and loving one another and seeing each other in, in beautiful light, no matter who you are, and so that infinity, beautiful infinity symbol of energy, has to continue on. And we can do that on a grand scale, or we can do that right in our own personal lives with the people that we love most.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, when this first happened, I had an instinct because I was like, I felt so alone, and I was like, I need help. And so I I tweeted out. I need prayers for my family right now. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. knew that all that energy was going to be helpful. Like I think of it as like this big like wave, like tsunami Mm -hmm. wave of like love Mm -hmm. and prayers. And so I knew that would help. And then our HEAL squad here with Better Together, I mean, people were doing prayer circles and I know that it works. I know. Um, And I've seen it work. I mean, my mom, you know, um, has had you know, different turnarounds in different moments. And we had a, a Reiki healing the other day. We're going to have another one today. I mean, Patty pulled in the gate. That was when she started talking.
1: It mm-hmm. was
0: crazy. Um,
1: Energy is amazing. And if you could pay attention to all of the senses, what are you seeing Are we bringing in beautiful golden light and collective light to go along with what it is that you are feeling? Mm -hmm. Get very visual. What are you hearing? Again, we talk about the words that might go along with that feeling and that light and allow yourself to say them out loud. Mm -hmm. Say them to yourself, say them in prayer, meditation, whatever your modality is for you. Yeah. Maybe you turn to music and allow that to be a collective feeling of light and love. I love the visual of, especially with healings. And I've been doing this healing Uh, you know, putting light beings all around the world and just asking for collective light to go into every continent, every country, every person within our space that we heal and that we move forward and that we grow for the greater good. Mm -hmm. And you, so, like I said, you could do that on a grand scale or you can do it very finite within your own people, your own family. So when you're, when you're with your mom, envision her in beautiful white light, envision it going into her brain and then throughout her whole entire body, Mm -hmm. because it's real. Yeah. That, that is, that is real. That's what
0: I was doing. So, so I had visuals cause I was FaceTiming with both of them and with my mom in in the critical moments, I was just on 24 hours with her and I'd sleep with her mm-hmm. next to me. And every time the nurses would come in, I would wake up and talk to them. And, um, and, um, I would, I had a visual of her, what she looked like in her hospital and then a visual of my dad and what he looked like in his hospital. And I would, like use my hands because sometimes I was too tired. So I kind of needed like physicality and I would push white light all around them and over their body. And then I would envision I, the way I do kind of healing is I envision green check marks. Mm -hmm. And then if I find a red X, I have to keep working on it till I get it to go green. And so... It's like a weird process that like I've just done. And so like I'll go through their whole bodies and then I would do that with him. And then I would do it with my housekeeper who's like my mom and she's been with us forever and she got it as well. And so I would like be working on all of them. Mm -hmm. And, And I think like one of the things I'd love for you to help share with people is empowering them to feel like they can do that whether they know what they're doing or not, because I've just done this on my own. No one's trained me to do anything. And I know that I I can feel things. Like I had an uncle who ended up with cancer and I had someone working on him. And in the room, I was kind of scanning his body and I found different red spots. And I, mm-hmm. I asked my cousin, I said, I know this sounds really crazy, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't care. Like, here's what I saw. And he goes, yeah, that's where the cancer spots are. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, shit. Like, that knocked my socks (laughs) off. Yeah. But I know that we all have that capability. We just are scared or we're not, you know, trusting of ourselves. How do you help somebody feel empowered to do what I was doing with my parents, like putting white light over them? And how do you teach them to do that?
1: The idea of having healing energy within ourselves is ancient. I mean, it's, we, we we absolutely have the power to not only heal ourselves, but to heal others. It goes back eons. However, what you want to do is have a bit of a practice in how you do that. And the reason why is I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria.
0: My mom would say in her Greek accent, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. to Do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way T H E O U A I dot com and enter the promo code heal Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way. T H E O U A I dot com. Promo code heal Squad. Trust me,
1: you won't regret it. Because we can drain our own energy mm-hmm. when putting it out into others. So we have to be we have to be careful in that we have a practice that's going along with it. When you're s I love that you scan. I like to scan as well. And what you want to do is you can simply Put white light, even if you don't know the area of concern, if you are sitting and you are putting white light into somebody's body and asking for healing energy to be around them, the white light will go in and you could do that remotely. So even if you are mm-hmm. not next to them, you can envision them in their full body in white light. If you know where there are areas of concern, what I like to do is ask which color I should be putting in there oh. because we balance, we balance chakras and so sometimes we manifest within our own chakra space, something can go on physically there. So I like to play around with colors. I love using Archangel Raphael as well, because Raphael is the healing angel. So we might as well bring out the big guns mm-hmm. when we're asking somebody like yeah, <laughs> bring Saint, them on
0: in. Yeah, we have St. Nectarios. So I also, yeah. I envision like, you know, light from, from God coming through them. And then I take like Jesus's hand and St. Nectarios's hands and put them over their heads through mine, and I
1: like this whole yeah, process. Without yeah. the big guns, why not? Yeah. Allow the energy to flow right through your hands, and you can sit in the space. I mean, I've been doing healings all remotely now, right? Because I haven't been able to see anybody. And it's the same thing. I'm collectively putting energy into your body, all the while asking for protection as well. So we always want to be a bystander in the healing because we don't want to ingest any mm. energy. And so it's always an output. Remember always to have an output. How do right? you what protect you do yourself?
0: Because I know. Um, that's a hard thing. Like I've, I've been able to put myself in my mom's body and see mm. her hands as my hands to give her strength. And like, if I do it and I, and I use my hands to give her strength in like her left hand and I motion mm-hmm. my leg, like it's her leg and see her leg in mine, she'll wake up the next day and have strength. It's crazy.
1: Yep. And, but do you feel drained?
0: I haven't felt drained after
1: good. I mean, I
0: feel drained now in general, because I haven't, you know, I've gone through it. But but I do think it is important, because, you know, when we went through the brain tumor journey, and whether this had anything to do with it or not, I said, I'm like, God, I wish you gave it to me, I could have handled it better. And then I ended up Mm -hmm. with one. (laughs) Right,
1: right, right. The words. Right. All of it is the energy, Mm -hmm. but you, you went through again to teach and to show always protect yourself. I put myself in white light and I ask my guides to protect me
0: while I'm doing healing. As simple as that.
1: And remember, I'm not very wooey about it all. It's, it's pretty much like a regular conversation. Like I'm having with you. I look at my guides. I'm like, dudes, put the white light around me. I'm going to go in. I'm going to try and heal. I ask the, their guides to come in and help me. So show me where I need to go, which is really what you're doing. And it's quite beautiful. Um, you can, And then you could put boundaries on it. If you're a person who doesn't want to diagnose, don't diagnose, you know, just go yeah. in and and add energy and, and give it where it may be, whether you're doing it emotionally, mentally, spiritually, whatever the healing is for, because there's many different types of healings that you could be doing. Yeah. Um, but I always suggest that you ground and protect yourself, maybe sage, get yeah. sage out, you know, clean yourself out <clears> and do that. Uh, and that's it. And then just give that love.
0: Yeah. What about talking to angels? So one of the things that I've been taught in this, ne- this last journey with COVID was to talk to my angels. And mm-hmm. so the first time I, this is again, this is all super, it sounds so fruity and crazy guys. So don't <laughs> think that this is like still yet normal for me, even though I'm open, but someone said, you got to talk to your angels. And I was like, okay. So I remember being in Connecticut and I remember talking to my angels. I was like, Hey angels, are you guys there? <laughs> and I heard them giggle. Swear to God, they literally giggled at me and I was like, oh my God, this is bananas. And that's what I'm saying about like, I don't know if it's me or if it's real, but then I was mm-hmm. like, I know I think it's real. Like I, like it's almost like I see visuals of people and and I, I, I see certain specific faces and then I just feel different energy. And so I've been using them and I, there was like a couple nights where I kind of felt like they were tired. And I was like, guys, I'm sorry, you're tired. I need more. I need miracles because Patty was yeah. like, you need to demand miracles. And I was like, oh, I think it's kind of the same thing in your real life. You know, she told me, she's like, you are afraid to be called a diva. You're afraid to ask for what you need. And I go, well, yeah, I've been pretty much conditioned not to ask for what I need. Um but uh, she's like, you need to demand miracles. So I was like, guys, I need miracles. I That's need right. miracles now. I need all of these things to get better now. And and they were like,
1: they were tired. I go, I know you're tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> then you asked to give you somebody else who's not. Really? Show me my guides. Oh, sure. So if you're weird, then I'm c- completely certifiable. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to put me away. I'm going to speak to the dead people. So I don't, you know, this is just my life. This is how I was raised. It's all pretty normal to me. And what I've spent the last few years doing is trying to de- demystify the fact that psychic abilities or mediumship abilities are something that is wooey or out there or wrong. Yeah. Okay. So it's very normal yeah. to be able to sit and speak with your guides and your loved ones and your angels on the other side. They are there for you. They're supposed to be there for you. And trusting, and I hear that all the time. How do I know if it's me or them? How do I know? Yeah. Don't question if it is a positive nudging. If it has a positive voice behind it, it's them. It's just our loud minds that are getting in the way. And I love the idea that they giggled. That makes me laugh because mine will be like, what? We just, you know, what is it? And so I speak to them just like I speak to you. I don't try it. And And this is just how I, this is my style. But what I tell people is be you. Be you when you're talking to your guides and your angels and your loved ones on the other side. Just be yourself because that's who they know best. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to always go into a deep meditation of, we don't always have to go to some ethereal place in our language, right? It doesn't have to be like that. Just bring it to a down to earth space that feels best for you in whatever way. So if I'm walking, which is one of my favorite ways to raise my vibration, and I'm having a conversation with my guides, it's pretty much how I'm talking to you. I'm like, is, you know, what am I going to do here? Should I be guided there? And I just receive the answer and I trust it. Is just it internal the answer.
0: Internal conversation or external? It's an,
1: it, it, I, sometimes it's both depending yeah. on my day and mood, but yeah. you know, sometimes I'm like, what, you know, because the chatter can be loud and they want me to get in touch with them and it's fine, but it is very normal thing. And I, what I tell people is if you sit in prayer, you are having a conversation with a higher level being
0: good point. Right. I
1: mean, you're sitting in prayer. You're asking God, please help me. Please guide me. Yep. The difference is, is that you're just trusting in that you're receiving an answer and it's maybe more than just God it's angels and Mm. it's your loved ones coming over and saying to you, well, we're here to help too. And who are they said by, but God. So here's my confusion though. So
0: my confusion is, am I supposed to ask God for stuff? Like, what, who do you ask what for? Like, the hierarchy here, right? Like, what can the angels <laughs> really do? Because now are we are we venerating, like, angels? Like, are we, you know, like, how am I asking angels for miracles when God is the one that does the miracles? Is Is the angel's job to go chat with God for me? Or like, am I supposed do to ask what? both? So now I'm asking everybody. I'm like, I ask God, I ask Saint Nectarios, I asked the Virgin Mary, I ask all my angels. I'm like, guys, let's all get together. Right? We got a team meeting.
1: Here's what we need. <laughs> and that's what I do now. That's what you should be doing. Okay. <laughs> do whatever feels comfortable to you. So if saints are your jam, go to the saints. If you feel more comfortable talking to angels, go to angels. If God is your person, go to God. It doesn't matter.
0: Well, you know, in life, you, it does matter, right? Hierarchy matters. So I've pissed people off at the top or at the bottom because I've gone to the top. So I don't want to piss God off.
1: (laughs) There'll be be no pissing off of God. You know, (laughs) if you think about yourself being like the CEO of your spirituality, Mm -hmm. right? So I'll call like a board meeting of guides, you know, and I'll say, okay, Things are projects are coming my way, or things are coming way, or I have things going on in life. And remember, you have many different guides that change throughout your lifetime. Really? We have Yes, we have angels. Oh, we can talk for hours. We have angels that kind of come in and out of our lives. They're all symbolic. They all have meaning. Each and every one of them. You are never alone. Anyone who feels like they are alone or lonely, Ooh, that just got you are never alone. You always have something to lean on, a greater energy to lean on. You're never by yourself, even when you think you're the ringleader, even when you think no one's helping me and I have to do this all on my own. There is someone there with a beautiful lit hand holding your back saying, I've got you, I've got you, I've got you, I've got you. Anybody in any belief system that is good can lean into that space. However they feel comfortable. Don't labelize. Don't label it. I tell people, don't label it. Do what feels good. And that's why I said, claim to your personality. Take the best of what you've learned through religion or, or spiritual uh, teachings, whatever resonates with you, and come up with your own belief system and allow it to be yours. Because if it's true and it's authentic to yourself, the universe and God responds to that and they're like, that's how you do it. Wow. That's the way to go.
0: Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. I think something you just said was really cool because I feel like I talk to them in kind of just health stuff. Mm -hmm. But you forget that you can talk to them about life stuff and career stuff and relationship stuff and Mm -hmm. all of that. Like, I feel like it's more just like in health crisis, you go to God and you need help.
1: Um, I mean, it's one of the most important reasons why. But you can ask, you can ask about anything. You can have a dialogue about anything in your life um, from from career to love and relationships. Yes. To your health uh, to and it might not even be a crisis Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm climbing the corporate ladder. Where, where is this all taking me? And how can, it, how can I serve others while I'm doing it? So you can really talk about your service in many different ways. You can take it to so many different places and it's full access. Anybody can do it mm-hmm. at any time that you choose about any subject you want. Trusting, however, when you put out that information, when you put out that manifestation, you leave it out in the universe. And here's the biggest challenge with all of that all of this boils down to timing Yeah, and people get really tripped up in the timing. And that's, I've had to learn that the last couple of years. years. That's been quite a lesson to not, oh, well, you know, it's like projects that don't work out, um, you know, where I thought I would be in a few years and where I actually am, uh, you know, uh, disappointment, expectations, it's all around timing. And what I have learned is that the universe knows the perfect timing for us Mm -hmm. and when we surrender to that timing i am not chasing anything anymore doesn't mean i'm not ambitious doesn't mean i'm not tenacious doesn't mean i don't want to succeed and do well in all aspects of my life but what it does mean is that i trust that i will get to the place where exactly where i am meant to be and that guidance will take me there that's all i need to know wow that's it yeah. Timing is timing's a tough one because we're a now society. Mm-hmm. I need it now. I want it now. I get the quick response now. Yep. Uh, and we measure our success off of that. Totally. So we can, yeah, we can really layer in disappointment then and, and maybe uh, imposter syndrome and everything that we've been listening to and hearing. But if you let go of all of that, you're in a, you're in a perfect space. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I feel the same way where you're always like come on. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm ready. Now I say, all right, I trust you. Even when projects don't happen or things don't happen in your life, you have to say, thank you. You give gratitude when they don't happen because it means that that energy spirit, God is clearing space for something greater and bigger or more perfect time. So I'm always honoring those moments. Yes.
3: Okay. So I know we've talked about, and you talk a lot about how consistency is key. So for someone who's like kind of just starting out on this journey, right? They're like, okay, this all sounds awesome, but what do I do? Where do I start? How do I go about this? What Mm -hmm. would you say to them?
1: I probably would work on consistent vibration, raising your vibration consistently. So doing things that are cathartic practices are really great because there's something in that that feels authentic to you and they're not that hard to do. So if it's taking a walk, listening to music, maybe it's doing conscious breath work. Uh, positive mantras every day, expressing gratitude. These are things that we can all do and they don't take a lot of time. So I highly recommend that as long as it's consistent once a week or once a month, that you're catering to your spiritual practice in some way, that you will find that spirit will reveal itself, your intuition will reveal itself and you start to hear your your own intuition with far more clarity. And the other thing is really just trusting in the fact that you're worthy of receiving the information so every single day, you should probably tell yourself, I'm worthy. I am worthy of this. It is not something so great that I can't be a part of it. It's something that lives within me. It's a mm-hmm. gift that we were all given. We were just we're, we just forgot about it, quite honestly. Yeah. And so now, as you reawaken to that, you just keep saying, I am worthy. I am worthy to receive information for the greater good of all concern and to help guidance in my life.
0: See. Hey. That was like the aha moment yesterday when I was like poking Kevin. I'm like the CBD. Oh my God. That's going to help her. (gasps) (laughs) You know, you have to trust those moments when something Mm -hmm. comes to you, when the light bulb clicks, that's to me, the universe talking to you. That's like, that's, that's what that is. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's being planted in there. And like, there were steps that took you there. And um, I see our kind of chat is popping off. Is there anything that anybody in the chat wants to know?
3: Well, Michael actually had a great question. (laughs) He wants to know if your angels are... Watching you all the time because he said if that's the case he's a little worried.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about that too. By the way, i'm <laughs> like you're like uh, well, this might uh, not be the moment. I, I want will tell watching. you one of
1: the first times I heard energy like a loved one, someone's loved one on the other side. I was in the shower. I thought that was really rude. I'm like, you know, I'm in the shower. I don't really understand why you're oh talking to me right at this moment. <laughs> oh
0: my god, um, dead.
1: But they needed to get my attention. I guess the no. I mean, look, they see our lives in vignettes. Uh, Angels, especially if you're calling upon them, there's, you know, there's a call to order, you know, there's, they're not watching our every single move all the time. And if they are, I can guarantee you, they're not judging it, Michael. So do not worry about judgment. The the most judgment is right here on this plane. Um, And they've lived their lives, Uh, your loved ones on the other side, your the angels understand what human life is like, and they understand that you're having your own experience. So there's no judgment. Let them see what it is you're doing. That's all right.
3: I love that. <laughs> I have one more question. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I want you two to talk for forever." So, I feel like I when I talk talk to my higher people right. I always kind of go to my grandma and I don't know why like she's just my person. I don't even like yes, God, but for some reason it's always her for me. Like is mm-hmm. I know you talked about you kind of get your own build your own team, but is that okay? You know, can you like talk to whoever you
1: want if you feel like it really just is authentic? Oh, I wouldn't have a job if it wasn't okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Talk to your loved ones. I'm in tune with my loved ones all the time. I'll, Kelsey, I'll give you something really good to do. Ooh, yes. Um, spirit uses our frame of reference, mm-hmm. right? So every time we're making a connection, you are they are using your frame of reference to get a message across. So if you've had a really vivid dream with a loved one in it, you know, we call that a visit. They're using your frame of reference to try and get your attention so it can feel very lucid. Part of that is your imagination a huge part of your imagination. You've heard psychics talk about, oh, I get signs and symbols and here's how I translate that. What you could do is picture yourself and your grandmother in a space where it feels really beautiful that you grew up in. Maybe it's your family home that you grew up in around with her or create a space that felt very familiar and allow your imagination to really create a vivid picture of what that is. And then you're going to invite your grandmother to sit down and speak with you and trust the information and that the conversation that you are hearing is real. I call that meeting hours in heaven and I love it. Oh. And it's a beautiful way to connect with your loved ones on the other side. It's nothing like it. Wow. And I do that, I that in my workshops job. and people really get emotional about it. Wow. And so I will go there. I'll go to like my great grandmother's house and I, I can still, I can feel the plastic on the couches, Wow, <laughs> my Italian house, right? Yep, and same. I can <laughs> smell what the house uh, smelled like. I can, I can see the mist from the cigar smoke that my uncle was smoking. And I go in there and I have a moment with my loved ones on the other side. And if you're not good visually, write it out. I know some people have a hard time kind of conjuring up images. You can always write it out and you can ask them anything you want, or you could just sit there and hug them, stare at them. But what you're doing is you are opening yourself up to receiving more messages and to really not questioning them. It's a great way to start off that you can acknowledge, oh, that definitely was not me. That was, that was real. That felt very real to me. And embrace that, surrender to that feeling because it's true. And so, yeah, you can, you can go in and visit anytime you like and certainly absolutely talk to them. Wow. Ooh, so I love interesting. that. You have to let me know how that works. Actually. Oh, I so will.
0: Yeah. You know, right. I, it just reminded me of like this moment because I was thinking about my dog and sometimes I'll, i like conjure up visions of them and hug them and, you know, tell mm. them I miss them and stuff. But there was this one time my dog, um, was talking to me. And it was in the middle of the night and he wanted to go to the bathroom and he walked all the way out to my front gate and sat there Mm. and he's never done Mm. that before. And I'm like, what is he trying to say to me? Something's happening here. And this Mm -hmm. is part of, and I'm sharing the story to another story to show you guys like how to trust yourselves. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, something's wrong. And he's telling me something's wrong. And so now you have to kind of like jet through your brain and say, "What what could it be? What could it be? What could it be? And I said, I bet it's my dad. And so, you know, my whole life, my intuition had to had to be strong to keep my dad alive because he would fall into low blood sugar comas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now I'm 3,000 miles away and my dog is doing this. And so I called incessantly and my mom found him sopping wet in bed mm-hmm. um, and his blood sugar had dropped. And the second I called, the dog walked back to me and he was like, right. okay, he had done his job. So it's like... I think I share that again. It's just another example of when something's not right and there's an unusual behavior in a human and an animal or whatever it is, you've got to listen and say, okay, what could this be? What could this be saying to me? Because you're getting messages all the time. You just are either so crazy in your gerbil wheel of life that you're not hearing mm-hmm. it. And that's when God starts to throw huge bricks at you to get you to listen. Or you can kind of just sit with it and say, what could this mean? And um, I don't know why that just popped into my head, but I figured I had to share it because if it was popping into my head, I had to share.
1: That's right. Because I was just about to say to you too, you always, always say what it is that you see, hear, or feel, even if you think it's crazy. Even Mm -hmm. if you think it's crazy, because spirit is giving you the prompt. So what you paid attention to was the prompt. First, they got to your dog to get your attention. Yep. And then they got to you by saying your dad. Yeah. And you thought, I should call my, something's up with my dad. Yeah. Right. So the prompt becomes the thought, the intuition-based thought. So now you're paying attention to it and you acted on it, most importantly. Yeah. And I'll hear the craziest things throughout my day, of course, right? Because I'm tuning into people's loved ones all the time. And it's tremendous validation, though. If I'm talking to somebody and I'm giving them something that makes zero sense to me, but I say it. I had recently, I had um, not that long ago, I had. I kept hearing, tell my friend that you don't like butter pecan ice cream. Just tell her, tell her you don't like butter pecan ice cream. And all day I was hearing and hearing it. <laughs> Finally, I felt like, all right, I will tell her that I don't like butter pecan ice cream. And I don't even know why. And no haters on the butter pecan, which is not my faith. So I grabbed my phone and I said, Mary, I don't like butter pecan ice cream. She said, are you messing with me? And I said, no, she says, I just now asked my son to go get me butter pecan ice cream just at this moment. And I said, well, I must have a message for you. And sure enough, her father who had passed um, had tons of messages for her mom about you know medications and things that needed to be changed. And, and so I wound up getting down Now I'm a medium and I'm a psychic, so I do this all the time. But you and everyone can do that for themselves mm-hmm. at any given time. If you feel a prompt, we've all done it. Oh, it's just thinking about this person yeah. and now they text me, Yeah, right? I was just singing the song on the radio and now it's on. That is always a reminder that you are connected to energy, that you are in one, you are working in tandem with them, and that they are ready to give you a prompt. They are ready to tell you, give you a course of action if need be as well. Take it. Embrace it. I love it. You never know when you hear butter pecan ice cream. have to make a phone call on it. (laughs) I know. I love it.
0: Marian. this is amazing. And what a perfect day to have this conversation. And I think it's going to help so many people um, who are needing to learn how to trust their gut and their intuition and kind of more like substantial steps. That's the hardest is like really kind Mm of honing it down for people who are just starting out. And then even for people who are longer, you know, more ahead in their journey. So I'm really grateful, um, that you came on and, and I think this was just amazing.
1: Oh, I am, I'm first of all. Thank you so much for having me. I love your light. I always have. Thanks. I'm going to send tremendous light to you and your family and healing. I'm going to ask thank everybody you. who's listening to please do that. And thank you. And one of my favorite things to do is teach. Uh, that's what I do. I love waking people up to their gifts. And for you to be able to have me here today in order to share that is a true gift for me. So I'm so grateful. Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you. We'll we'll have you back. I I know we could Hope probably so. talk for twenty more hours. Um, so we will definitely have more conversations and maybe we could do a great, um, Patreon episode with our, um, our heel squad. I think that'd be amazing. So, um, thank Thank you. you. And if you guys want more information on Marianne's classes or sessions, her book can also be found at MarianneDemarco.com. We're going to put a link to that in the summary of this episode. Um, so thank you so much.
1: Have a great day. Bye guys. Thank you.
2: Oh, man that was amazing that was awesome i that the best episodes of our show maria are just when you are locked in great conversation oh, no. with your guests There's Jeff. and that was we just that. i loved that thank Oof.
0: you did you guys love how my hair just became one big bush <laughs> as the show just
3: i love it it just I, got I bigger and at. bigger
0: and bigger as it got dried <laughs> this is like uh, this is the week of Maria can't care about her appearance. So when you look at me, you're like, damn, Maria's, you know, gone down the tube. She's letting herself go for this week.
3: I like it. You're like a little lioness with your mane. Freaking
0: lioness. By the way, my hair is so thin. You know what's crazy is this side, Dimitri said, is still so thin after surgery.
3: Oh, I believe that.
0: Not bananas. Anyway. I have um, to
3: say, though, you know, when you think about... I usually, when I finish, finish an episode for new people who I want to send the show to, I'm like, Oh, what am I going to send them this episode? Mm -hmm. I'm literally going to send to everyone and their mom. Like everyone.
0: Yeah. Heel squad, deploy. Squad up. Share this to everybody. Because this, I mean, gosh, we, I love what we do and we, we really do get to learn so much here every single day. Um, I think there could be nothing more powerful than what we just learned right now. Um, Mm -hmm. because we are in charge of our own destiny in a sense, right? Like we have a lot of power in it and, um, to really know how to access it and how to use it and how to do it. Like Jeff, um, I don't think you've probably ever
2: had a conversation with your angels. Maybe you'll have one now. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, Maria. I, what I loved about her, believe it or not, I, you know, I'm a spiritual person, but it's a more quote, traditional spirituality, Mm -hmm. but I agree with what a lot of what she was saying today about being open and believing in a higher force and someone greater than, than ourselves. And I do talk to God, you know, I, uh, a lot of traditional Christians might look at the idea of prayer as being a one-way thing, but I believe God talks back to us. And I was really close to my mom's dad, who we lost five years ago. And I feel like lately I've been feeling and seeing him too. So um, what I love about Marianne is she really creates an accessible form Mm -hmm. of spirituality for newbies like me. You know, There are so many amazing voices we bring on this show, but sometimes I feel like I'm not Quite evolved enough to understand the really high level conversations that you're having with certain guests on this show. And I think Marianne's great, like Kelsey said, for that sort of 101. If you're mm-hmm. new to this, she really, I think, can speak to you. So I'm so grateful we brought her on. And I want to shout out Jasper. Yes, thank is, you, Jasper. Uh, we feature Jasper on the show. She is the connection for Marianne as well. She also brought on Jay Ray, Grace Harry, mm-hmm. Saw to Simone. So uh, she's like five for five right now. She's
0: tapped into some amazing people. That's right. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things I loved that she said was, um, we're talking to God.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So um, I know that everything I talked about has helped me in this last couple of weeks, this last mm-hmm. journey. So I hope it helps you guys. If you haven't become a Patreon member We of course have ad free shows, we have extra shows, but we do have incredible workshops with people like Marianne, who I'm sure you guys are going to be chatting with after this to see if we can do one with our, our Patreon community. Um, if you haven't subscribed on YouTube, please do. You will get little notifications so you never miss an amazing episode. And follow us on Instagram on at Better Together with Maria. Kelsey gets very excited
3: Yeah. as new
0: followers come in. She's like shouting it out and and super excited. And listen, we are um, in your own words because you guys are sharing these incredible reviews at Apple Podcasts. So please continue to do so. It's our Christmas gift from you guys. We're trying to get to 1,000. So if you can help us get to 1,000 before the end of the year, we'd be so grateful. Um, but we are a place where... Um, we're here to help you raise your vibration as we're raising our vibration and we're here to help you in your healing journey in life. And, um, as I always say, we're re-raising ourselves here. So any of the things that, you know, we want to reprogram or fix, that's what we're doing here. Um, we're acquiring tools to live healthier, happier, more fulfilled lives. And, um, and so, and we really love the, the the family that we're building, it's it's real and it's awesome. And I love you guys, all of you. Um, so we're better together.
3: Can I just give a shout out to Michael? Thank you, mm-hmm. Michael. He's up in the chat saying, I'm killing it on the gram. Thank you. You're ah, the best.
0: I love it. You know what? We haven't um, read a review in a second. So let me go into a review and pull it up. Yes. The one okay. you posted the other night was beautiful. Here we go. This is from Jess Rink. Uh, a daily dose of pure light. She gives five stars. Thanks. I don't know why we have 4.5. I really think we deserve a five. I but know. That's you okay. guys. Um, okay. <laughs> so I'm a podcast consumer. I have several on my daily rotation, but if someone told me tomorrow I could only listen to one ever again, this would be it. I've been listening to Maria and crew for more than a year now, and the content they put out every day has changed my mindset and my life for the better and shifted my perspective on so many things. The experts and healers that they bring on the show are uplifting and paradigm shifting on their own. But Maria, Kelsey, and Jeff are who make it feel special. They are a breath of fresh air and a true source of light amongst all the noise in the world. They will make you feel like family. Hashtags heal squad for life.
3: I know, both of us
0: are guys. I already cried when I read it the first 15 times. Um, just thank you for that beautiful review. Um, it's you know, it means everything to us. It really does.
2: Also, so well written. You guys are smart. We like I think we have like the cream of the crop. Like, I'm so honored to be putting it on a show for you guys. I agree. How cool. I know. And
3: it's just so cute. I mean, I love watching the chat and everyone everyone's shouting out one another. They're chatting amongst themselves. It's just like It's what we wanted. We created a group of people who are helping one another, loving one another. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so special.
0: So here is the mission, guys. Right now we're here. We want to go here. Mm -hmm. We want to make this massive heel squad, right? It's like, it's, it's so needed right now. And we don't have the resources that others may have to, to reach more people. So we're asking you for help, share it with your friends, share it on social media, help us get this message out so that we can bring more people into our heel squad and help them and have them help us because we're all helping each other. And so, um, thank you guys as always. In the meantime, you can follow us at better together with Maria at Marianne, the medium at Jeffrey crane, Graham at Kelsmeyer too. And remember, be nice people